Hi guys, another Tuesday evening and we are your hosts from the 92 Diaries podcast. I am your host, Bahana, aka Fee. I'm Juliet. And it's Miss Shards. And today we're going to be touching on another topic that I think we can all relate to. Um, It's quite a broad topic, but we're trying to basically talk about um, situations where we found ourselves quite vulnerable. And that could be in relationships, whether it be platonic or relationship wise, or just if you're trying to make a change in your life and you're finding it quite difficult, or when it comes to like your studies and you didn't get that grade you wanted or you somehow failed in some aspect or another. So it's all about these vulnerabilities and like how we've overcome them and what we've realized about what it is to be vulnerable um, and how it isn't actually anything to be ashamed about contrary to popular belief so to get the ball rolling guys um, you can pick any any viewpoint that you want but how what what situations have you found yourself vulnerable and how have you overcome them it's interesting because I think Oh, go on. Imagine we're we're not being vulnerable anymore, and I just jump into it to start, you know. I know, right? Well, you got to. Do you know what I mean? We're here. We're doing the podcast. We're trying to, you know, show people that this is this this is life, and we want to get raw with our topics. So, guys, come on, get in there. I'm not gonna lie. I find it really hard to be vulnerable because I don't like people feeling like they have something over me or that they can use something against me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I generally quite I don't really like the response that comes from people to be fair um Mm. when I'm vulnerable Mm. um and I really uh, that holding something over your head thing is really is a lot and I've seen people like shove it back in my face a a lot of times so it does stop me from wanting to be um Mm -hmm. especially in relationships so I find it difficult to actually just kind of like break those walls down and be like okay this is the vulnerable part vulnerable part of me um but I must say that one thing my um my last partner was very good at was listening and accepting that vulnerability. Although times, you know, stuff comes back up in the face. So, you know, there's still that part which allows, wants me, makes me want to withdraw. But being able to accept that information and it causes, it allows this like open and honest relationship and you understand how I'm feeling. So, if you understand it you know how to respond a bit more and how to mm-hmm. deal with me so it is very beneficial to to be vulnerable but i personally struggle mm-hmm. with being vulnerable have you tried to do anything recently to try and overcome that or are we just uh, yeah uh, I mean, acknowledging I've, to, I've acknowledged it i think that's the first step mm-hmm. um in terms of trying to overcome it i do feel like one finding someone who um understands the process my process is mm-hmm. one thing um so that will help my uh, vulnerability and help me want to talk to you more it's mm-hmm. just about dealing with it even if it's not the greatest news but the way you handle that situation will help me um ways to overcome it I just kind of like it's not like I don't care anymore but I just kind of like put everything let's put everything on the table kind of situation mm-hmm. I think I'm having that that approach now more so so it's like you know what i'm just lay it out there however you receive it that's your problem Mm. (laughs) but but for for me and it's not like i'm hitting you do you know what i mean with in in an unfair way i'm trying to be vulnerable trying to be open and honest to you so i'm just gonna lay out there um just however you deal with it is how you deal with it Mm. 
it's it's weird actually because I think there's no way of being like yeah I'm over it um I'm coming through it and I've overcome that would be a lie I think because it's also difficult for me to allow myself to be vulnerable in many aspects of my life to be honest I do think I'm still working through it or trying to work through it and I'm glad that I finally come to a place now where I could admit I do have a problem with being vulnerable and it does affect certain areas of my life more so than others Mm. um I think it's difficult I guess with relationships and stuff I think you can't one of the frustrating things there is that you can't there's no way that you can control somebody's response to you trying to be vulnerable it's Mm. something that's it's not possible to do I could be like oh actually I feel this way about this and the person could be like and or they could be like oh my gosh I can relate or they like you can't control Mm. what the response is going to be but I think the important thing for me um and how I may be trying to work through it is to own my truth and to just state and to learn to speak in places where I feel I can be honest and the environment is safe to do so mm-hmm. and then just say it just be honest and be straightforward because other th- if I if I compromise that then I'm not allowing myself to be truly vulnerable and I'm not allowing my I'm not allowing that person to give me their honest response in return um and and in and therefore not allowing them to be vulnerable with me so it's a two-way street really um in terms of other areas of my life um like seeking out opportunities and stuff because I don't like putting myself out there um so this podcast has been difficult for me in many different ways I hate putting myself out there because I feel like if it's not something that I know I'm gonna be like guaranteed to be good at I'm like yeah it can wait (laughs) um but I know this year I'm trying to kind of slowly come out of that and just go for things that I know that I don't know 100 I'm not 100% in them but Mm. I can always try and just see how it goes so Mm -hmm. I'm trying in those kind of areas there Mm. definitely agree um mine has more so been um relationship wise um I've realized I'm not as open as I seem to think that I am and mine stems from the same reasoning as it does with chards I'm just a bit worried that that's something you're going to try and use against me at some point and I've come to realize that is a reality I fabricated in my mind I cannot control how somebody will treat me um if they choose to use my own flaws against me then that sorry sir you are a horrible person and I'll keep (laughs) it moving but if if you you can't you can't live life in fear Mm. and I think sometimes you've got to do things that make you uncomfortable because then how else will you grow I became very comfortable with failing things in life at a very early age I have always found it more so difficult to get like the best of the best in things like when it comes to academics and when it comes to um like how I perform and stuff like that but that's just life I'm upset about it and I will own up to it um I get a lot of people that say to me oh like V you you know quite a bit about x y and z and I'll be like I don't really know anything to be fair um not that I don't know anything I'm not putting myself down but I'm just an I'm just a normal person and I'm trying to reiterate that to people because I do find sometimes people kind of try and push you into this mindset where it's like you're so cool and you're so glossy and you have no problems and it's like no B I have problems I'm just as vulnerable as you are out here like don't be putting me on some sort of pedestal because then it makes it harder for me to then come to you if I need help because Uh, I've got in my mind that you're thinking about me a certain type of way uh, if that makes sense so um this year I 
obviously me I've moved to Liverpool by myself that was a big thing um my brother was very much my security blanket even though I say to everybody how he's always reliant on me I was just as reliant on him but just in a different way my brother was my security and my brother was like my 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 go-to blanket kind of thing like yeah so everybody everything else could go to shit but I knew my brother was still there do you know what I mean and that you get comfortable with that and now that we're in different cities I do find it a bit difficult that he's not just there I can't just go and sit in his room or something and just listen to the nonsense that he chats sometimes or just have a laugh with him because sometimes he's he does make things better and um I also started going to the gym by myself again my brother was my security blanket he's the one that helped me build up my confidence to go to the gym by like on my ones and stuff um since being here in Liverpool I did fall off the bandwagon a little bit and I kind of had to sit there and say to myself because I've been saying to Judy for time I'm changing gyms I've had enough of the gym I'm at I'm changing gyms ask her how long I said that like a good talking like five six months a good six months I've been saying to her I'm changing gym I'm changing gym and it's just because this new gym I really wanted to go to I knew I would do excel really really well there but I was just afraid of this change and I was afraid to be there by myself amongst people who were doing better than me and I I kind of had to put a break on it and be like stop allowing yourself to compare yourself to others you are different you're doing your own thing and if you fuck up that's that's left to you pick yourself up and continue again if and if you're vulnerable for it then that that's not a problem it just makes you stronger in the long run i think we're in a society now where people seem to think that it's bad to admit that you have a weakness i don't think that's the case um i think you're a strong person for admitting if you you've got a weakness or if everything's not okay or you're finding it difficult to open yourself Mm -hmm. up to people around you and it takes a lot to do that if someone came to me tomorrow and opened up to me, I would not turn them away. I'd say, like, I'd pat you on the back and be like, well done you, because that couldn't have been easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we all need to try and get to a headspace where we're around. I don't know if you guys listened to our podcast a couple episodes back about support networks. It's important that you have a good support network around you because you need those people that you can go to when you have a problem. I can't tell you guys that are listening how often I have called up Chards. I have called up Judy in times when I have been stuck. I didn't know how to get out of these situations. And if it weren't for me going to them about these problems, I wouldn't be here today. So again, I just want to stress that it's okay to be vulnerable. And if you are going to be vulnerable, have yourself a good support network. You might not want to talk to every Tom, Dick and Harry, but if you've got a good support network, you shouldn't feel worried to go and speak to them with the, about your problems. They should be able to help you. That's what they're there for. I totally agree. Um, like so much with you fee um the vulnerability does extend to like activities as well which um i agree with julie i can never say i'm not vulnerable at any point i still have um i'm always vulnerable in a lot of things i do i venture into new places i travel to new places by myself i venture into new business um business opportunities um new careers continuously by myself Mm -hmm. or on my own um and i don't have a problem doing it on my own but the fear of failing or the fear of being in a new environment is always mm-hmm. there and the the fear of I don't know maybe you know not succeeding at it or or, or just not really knowing who's how you're going to interact with people in the, in that environment or what's yet to come mm. um is always there and it, and it always has been one thing I decided to do newly this year is attempt to do more activities and 
come rain or shine, go. And no matter who decides to tag along, whether they're there or not, still go and do it myself. Um, to a point where I've started two new um, classes, one salsa and one bachata. Hey! <laughs> so, um, yeah, just to get out there and do do the things that you want to do and kind of like be damned with the um, fear aspect. Okay, fear can be there, but let it not overcome, you know, the the act of actually doing something or, or trying something new um I think it you're always going to have an aspect of of you know fear when it when you're in a new situation or a different situation situation that you're not used to mm. but if you allow that to be more if you allow the fear to be more or the vulnerability feeling to overcome you then you end up not doing anything and you end up yeah. not not even attempting to do something that you could possibly very much enjoy or be very successful at um another thing sort of I did last year I became self-employed so that was really big because it's you're vulnerable continuously your finances are vulnerable like you what you don't sometimes you don't know when your next bill is coming in you don't know when your next invoice is coming in like it's it's a level of vulnerability but I don't think I I, hands down I must say uh being self-employed is probably the best thing I have ever done and yeah it came with so much fear do you understand (laughs) so um I, I think don't be scared to be vulnerable because when if you're scared to be vulnerable that's fear on top of fear do you know what I mean you're mm. already being vulnerable in a situation is really fearful enough but to be scared to be um scared it, it's just null and void you're not going to get anywhere um Quite so natural though I, I don't it think is. it's it's natural to be scared I mean I'm one of my friends who've been strongly recommending me this book for ages called Daring Greatly um by Brienne Brown I think her name is um my friend who recommended me this is Ashley of course from Thoughts of the Mic podcast but um she in that book um Brienne talks about how one of the big problems of people not wanting to be vulnerable is the fact that they are so afraid. Um, the biggest thing that's blocking them from being vulnerable is the idea of feeling ashamed or feeling shame. Mm. And I think it's a really powerful thing, actually, because feeling shame is what stops us from doing so many things in our lives. And I think it's just not, it's just not because we're scared. I think a lot of the time it's because we don't want the, the, the idea of being we don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. We, we don't want to be to look stupid I think that's and I even like what you guys talk about when it comes to relationships that you don't want someone to hold something against you like it's crazy that in in a, in a re- relationship where that's meant to be loving in a romantic context where you're meant to be sharing all kinds of things together you're afraid of this person holding something against you why would that be a forefront why would that be an idea in your head when that person's mm. meant to be there for mm. you in a romantic context it's it's mm-hmm. insane to me but I think that's what it's real. that's what that's what the big thing is there is like feeling ashamed feeling that you can basically be left wide open it's like that's what we're really afraid of yeah true true that so i said to myself this summer i am going to learn how to rollerblade oh i'm gonna learn how to rollerblade i've been telling everyone around me about it just so i'm held accountable (laughs) that's something i've started doing that's Um, a good thing like that's a good um sorry that's a good uh tactic mention it to people around you especially people that are around you often Mm -hmm. and it does hold you to a level of accountability because then it's like when they come and ask you about it and you're just like um what had happened was um yeah nope yeah exactly (laughs) so you know what i mean um and then another thing that i've said i was going to do was 
sorry, I wrote it on, I wrote it down in my resolutions. Um, learn how to express more emotion other than irritation, sarcasm, and <laughs> anger. Sorry, I know why. You know why I'm laughing because those three. Those are my emotions. <laughs> those are your emotions. <laughs> in a nutshell. There's nothing oh, wrong with those you. emotions, no. but I don't think there is anything wrong to with allow those yourself emotions, to express but... the rest of them. Thank yeah, you. that's it. Yeah, thank exactly. you. And that's that's something I am definitely working on, and not to just be so horrible to people. Uh-huh. Um, I don't mean not come with the same shade that I usually come with when I can smell some BS, <laughs> but. I don't have to be so cutthroat with it. There is a polite way to politely. There is a like. There is a way to politely tell somebody no. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't quite figured that out yet because I don't. Forum, <laughs> but, yeah. but there is. Rome <laughs> wasn't built in a day, and neither is for home, so. <laughs> You know what? You're right though, because I feel like even with um, for, like I think for me, one thing that I'm trying to sort of learn to not do is to constantly feel the need to project this person who is independent and strong all the time because that's not the truth I'm a human I'm I have faults there are times when I cry there's times when I'm upset there's times when I don't feel so confident in myself but I think I tend to project that I'm always okay um, which isn't a bad thing because most of the time I probably am okay to be fair but I think sometimes it puts it makes people feel unable to be honest with you you um and in that and, and because you sort of recognize that other people you also kind of reciprocate that in return and are never vulnerable and honest with them and it kind of becomes a self-perpetuating cycle in that no one's being honest with each other because everyone thinks that everyone is doing great and that's not the truth um so I'm trying to be maybe less I, I don't I don't know just just try and be more open about who I am as a person and be more open about the fact uh, about my flaws and be try and be less afraid of saying that actually sometimes I'm scared um and I'm not always so confident in showing things yeah. um so I'm trying to figure out a balance to that because not every place that you say that is going to be a safe space for you to say those things and to support um, network yeah but like even sometimes they're like sometimes if you say if you're meeting people for the first time or even when it comes to job interviews like and oh. someone asks you what would you say your weaknesses are am I now going to be like oh this isn't my this isn't my support network so really I'm going to lie to you right now I think there's nothing wrong with admitting that you have weak points but you got to be you got to be smart in when you're saying these things like yeah, you no, can't I... you can't always be like oh yeah I'm going to be a com-. like you know the people who overshare I've just met you I don't need to know that your relationship's a mess your husband don't like you I don't need to know that shit I don't okay. know you like okay. that's not the time to be vulnerable sis that's the time to get help you need therapy but yeah. <laughs> I no, feel like there are times where it's like you know what if I'm having a hard day and you, someone keeps asking you to do shit be like actually hold on I'm having a difficult day today I can't handle your stuff on top of mine can we leave this to another day just things like that Mm-hmm. that question that you said about the job interviews when they ask you oh like describe a, a weakness that you have you know they're actually waiting for you to then tell them what you're then doing to proactively overcome that yeah. it's not just admit that that is your your weakness and okay you know <laughs> I'm not organized but it is what it is no what are you doing <laughs> to stop like to, to try and organize mm-hmm. yourself yeah. did Which you I buy think, a diary did you buy a planner that kind of thing yeah I think guys we really we portray that kind of um behavior within our um podcasts so we identify problems and then we try to 
offer solutions or say things as to what we are doing at least personally what we're doing to overcome that with mm-hmm. you know another thing just coming with that is that when you're experiencing something don't think you're the only person in the world that is experiencing it like Mm -hmm. there are loads of people who have been through it before are going through it now Mm -hmm. or are still yet to go through it you're not the Mm -hmm. first person in the world to have that problem Mm -hmm. so sharing it and being vulnerable you'll be surprised the feedback you get back someone may have literally just come out of that situation maybe going into that situation and even sometimes being vulnerable and sharing um to the relevant people um will help that person as well in their life because then they can think they're proactively thinking about how they would overcome it helping you to overcome it can help them to overcome it as well yeah yeah and also even though we talk about overcoming things it doesn't mean that it will never come again and you can never be vulnerable again it Mm. just means overcoming that particular situation and even in that situation it can repeat itself but it's just giving you the tools or thinking about how you can make that vulnerability um, less of a barrier to what you want to do or what you want to achieve and sometimes that vulnerability will stay throughout the whole time but if you can prioritize or you can think more about um, overcoming it or stepping higher than the vulnerability in order to achieve what you want to achieve then you're going more towards success than you are away from it it. um so i think those are the points that we really want to emphasize what interest like just for actually for what um because for honey we think of actually what would you say was we're we're not talking about work at the moment but just in your personal life what would you say is a big weakness for you and for hana just to say because you've already mentioned you're working on your emotions and stuff you can't say that one oh i wasn't going to um Saying I'm going to do something and not doing it. Uh, procrastination. procrastination. Is my number one enemy. And that is why I have invested heavily on on my wall. You guys obviously can't see it. But on my wall, <laughs> I've got my... I, I did my... I did my reflection for last year. And it was asking me questions about things that I would like to change about myself in the upcoming year. And I realized I have been saying forever. I've got all these like ideas in my head of things that I want to do. I've shared some of them. But then again, like Chad said, it's that worrying about it not being successful or worrying about it failing or just worrying. My personal worry is I'll start it and then have no interest to continue it afterwards. That is a big thing that I do. I might start something and I don't finish it. And I'm worried that I might I don't want to start something that I don't want to finish. So I am part of what I've been doing this year is having like a planner on hand and I've got like a planner on the wall and I've got one that I carry around with me in my bag and it's basically just a case of scheduling eh, sorry wow the English scheduling the times that I'm going to do something so I might set aside a a Sunday afternoon and I'll you know put in an hour or two to that thing and the idea is not to over exhaust myself with the activity it's literally just do it for an hour and leave it and go on to the next thing and I think by doing that I'm less likely to feel exhausted by the idea of it and more likely to continue doing it um and then in terms of like starting my own side hustles because that's something that us millennials are all so hell-bent on doing um everyone's trying to escape that nine to five um I have ideas again 
And it's just a case of putting those ideas and breaking them down into short term goals and making them more attainable. So I think rather than just looking at the big picture, it's very important that I take the time to set aside um, shorter term goals that will help me reach that overall goal. Um, and those are those are what I've been doing to try and overcome mm. my procrastination. Okay. Um, Jules? Oh, damn, okay. Um, I think one of the things, I think one, I guess my biggest weakness, I think for me is that I don't, know how to say no which is um actually quite a hard one for me oh I'll teach you I love saying no no (laughs) no I feel I feel like for me it's really hard for me to say no or like to be like I can't or I'm all like I'm always kind of like just like yeah it's okay or yeah sure it's fine and I need to just have the flipping chest to be like actually this isn't a good idea for me or no I can't or no this isn't within my budget this month or no that it, like I just need to learn to you know and even to justify it sometimes just to say yeah. no like I, I struggle so because I feel like in my mind I need to justify why I'm saying no and if I can't immediately justify it then mm-hmm. I can't say no and that's rubbish because if I if I feel in my chest it's a no it's a no that's mm-hmm. it um so I've tr- I'm trying this year to sort of begin to work through that process where I, I, I kind of don't know how in some ways um mm. but that it's not even hard to say how not I can say no now how am I not saying no it's just in general but I don't know I'm, it's something I'm working on anyway I completely understand because that is a mixture of my problem like I take on too much and my problem is I take on too much and I don't know how to say no um, so I don't take on too much. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. if I, even if I already have a plan, it's, it's like, okay, I'm going to do something this weekend. I already have a plan in my head. And then someone's like, oh, can you do this for me? Or, oh, or do you want to do this? And I'm kind of like, yeah. And then I'm like, trying to fix the times together and be like, okay, two hours here and four hours here. And, da, 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 da. and I really put this amount of pressure on myself yep. to do all of it all the time and that is that I think that has been how I've been anyway in terms of my life I always do a lot at one time and I don't know why I just need to like I, I know that I, I want to get somewhere but sometimes I just need to like cool down and just be like just do the one thing today mm. instead of five yeah, yeah just just the one how about that and then you can do the other one tomorrow it may take a bit longer <laughs> but <laughs> it may take a bit longer um to you know whether it's to see everybody or to do everything that you want to do or achieve everything that you want to achieve but it comes with less stress and I really need yeah. to like de-stress myself so my biggest weakness is um piling so much um onto myself at once and yeah not saying no to things sometimes I need to just let opportunities go and be like okay that one's no and I can just do this one it burns you though doesn't it it really does and i I know what you mean jules because it's so it's like if i can't justify and even and the thing is that for me even though i have like 10 things in my diary already that's not justification enough to be like no i can't do the 11th for me it's like yeah anything's possible i should be able to do it yeah that's fine you know as opposed to actually let me give a bit more breathing space and yeah yeah I agree. I need to work on that too. I think that kind of stems from the the whole never let them see you sweat mm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's I, from I the that. fact that I'm like I'm I've all like I think especially when I was younger 100%. I was a massive people pleaser. 
Yeah. And oh, sometimes yeah. I still haven't gotten it. There are, so, yeah. there, are, there are some times where I realise I haven't completely gotten over that. And it's so sad because, like, you can't, you don't have the time. That, mm. like, even, like, even when it comes to, like, what I'm going to be practising one day, I can't be a doctor and be saying yes to everything I keep that patients want. Because sometimes the answer is a no. Mm. <laughs> like, I cannot help, not, not that I can't help you, but what you're looking for is not what you need. So, like, mm-hmm. I, but to be fair, like, I've, I can, G, I've realised I had just finished GP placement and I had to say no to a few patients and it was hard to say, but it had to be said. Mm-hmm. And it took, and it, it mentally, like, took a lot out of me to gear myself up to say no. But sometimes, actually, when you, when you tell somebody no, and even though they kind of set out with this goal, they're going to get something from you and you say no, sometimes people are actually okay with it. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes people are just asking just to see if you say yes. Yeah. And when you say no, it's like, oh, okay. but it it built it took so much courage for you to say no in the first place but what I find I don't find it no offense to anybody that's out there but I don't find it difficult to say no to people that I am not close with I find it difficult to say no to people who are close to me oh yes 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 so it's like when they if you're asking me for money or a hand you know help in something I really struggle to say to say no I always want to be able to yeah I, I no. want to be able to do it I always want to be able to and it's like I want to do it because I care or I love you but it's like I'm breaking <laughs> at this point already, <laughs> and, already upset. and I literally cannot <laughs> cope with yet another thing in my basket and yeah I really struggle with with people that are close to me it's hard I'm quite I am quite content telling patients no um, <laughs> because I, it's for your benefit. Not gonna lie, I'm, not I'm gonna lie. There's a part of me. There's a part of me that enjoys it. Okay, it's for you, for me. The way I see it is, it's what when I'm saying no, it's for your benefit. And it is for your benefit. We're, we're coming from a professional point of view. I'm not um, so I'm just like, yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm trying to help you do something that's is good for you. But when it's friends, and you're just kind of like, mm, okay, you're a bit more lenient. Do you know what I mean? And people that are close to you, are just like, okay, I know what's good for you. Or I know what I can do for you, but then I'm going to break my back to do even more because of our friendship. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a hard one because I feel like in GP, though, like saying no to certain things has been relatively like it's like it took a while in the beginning. But I always if I need to say no, I would say no. And eventually it became second nature to be like, actually, this isn't what you need. You can try this instead. And it was fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that same thing can sort of extend to other sorts of areas of my life, because honestly like I remember in that moment like some of those times I'd be like oh I know she wants this I'm gonna give it to them and sometimes you can actually sometimes the kindest thing you can say to somebody is no and I'm trying to like hope hopefully like learn that even with friendships and people who are who are close to me that they can begin to understand that I'm not saying no to be unkind to them I'm mm-hmm. just trying to be kind to myself and hopefully yeah. it doesn't become a major issue or anything like that but if your friends love you and that then that's not an issue they'll just be like oh I get it and they'll be mm-hmm. fine keep it moving so yeah yeah. But yeah. Oh, I guess what's it called? We're call- well, we're call- we're calling on time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um. So what's it called? Um. I have we already discussed our take home messages already? Pretty much. I kind of feel like we have to be fair. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Any last minute thoughts, girls? On being vulnerable. Yeah. Um. I think uh, I think just of what we said before, just to reiterate, um, vulnerability will consistently be there throughout most things that you do. Um, just try to not be fearful of being vulnerable, um, and 
find little ways to overcome them it doesn't mean that it's going to disappear forever it just means that you're more likely to succeed than you will fail if you can find ways to overcome um the barrier of vulnerability when 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 vulnerability is a barrier when you can overcome if you find ways to overcome that then that's more helpful um but being vulnerable it sometimes is a very key part of relationships whether it's work relationships or um love relationships whatever um it is a key part of that for open and honesty and for people to actually know who you are and how you receive things how you feel and to be able to relate with you properly if you're not completely vulnerable someone they're only looking at the outside of you they can't really see what's inside mm. if that makes sense it does make sense to be honest um i am pre- i pretty much agree though i would I'll go as far as to say is that you can't have any important relationships relationships in your life without vulnerability um if you can't be honest or you are too afraid to be honest in when you're trying to get to know someone in any sort of capacity then you aren't going to be able to build on that relationship or make it strong at all so it's important that yes it is hard and yes you're probably going to be scared but it's important that you kind of learn to sort of bite the bullet um and realize that you can't even begin to see how great things could be if you don't allow yourself to sort of give a little bit in order to receive something much better mm-hmm. i hear that one uh yeah guys i think my take home my last thoughts not take home message but my last thoughts are uh just live fearlessly i don't mean recklessly fearlessly difference um live fearlessly and know that every opportunity that's been presented to you or every opportunity that you choose to create out of the situation is there for the taking and the only person that's going to hold you back from doing that is yourself and Mm -hmm. with every situation there is a risk and there is a benefit but I would like to think that the benefit would outweigh the risk so even if you do fail you've taken away something from that situation regardless you won Mm. so don't be thinking that just because you failed that's all that's all there is to take away from the situation there is a lesson and lessons are few and far between so when you learn something you better remember it (laughs) so yeah that's that's my last thought I would say okay but yeah guys Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms, our Insta, our Twitter, our Facebook, our individual Instagrams. Um, We are available on Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, YouTube, wherever you can think of to listen, we are there. So make sure to give us one a listen, make sure to share and subscribe. And, you know, also don't forget, share down below with us as well any times or situations where you yourself have found yourself being vulnerable and what you have done about it what have you taken away from it but yeah guys we love you have an enjoyable week and we will catch you later bye guys bye Bye.